Welcome to the Insulin Suppression Podcast, where it's all about going from hopeless to healed with certainty, right action, and science. Hey, welcome to the Insulin Suppression Podcast. This is Charlie McDermott, and I am with... Barbara. I didn't surprise you this time. Oh my gosh. We're so <laughs> awkward on camera. <laughs> well, we're not on camera. Oh, we're... Not for everyone. Okay. This is a podcast. Okay. We're awkward audio on audio. Only. We're awkward everywhere. We're awkward everywhere. Mm. No, we're not. Well, so we why are we here today? Well, because we have our new podcast about, what do we say? Episode number Certain, two. Certainty. Right yes. action. Certainty, yes. right action, and science. And, you know, for our second podcast... The teacher in me says, explain what you talked about last time. And we talked about insulin and this concept of suppressing, which sounds like such a, like, heavy word. So we're just going to, like, define that. What do you mean by insulin, Barb and Charlie? And what do you mean by suppressing insulin? Okay? Yeah. And, you know, every time you say suppression, do you hear? I hear bells twinkling in the background. Oh, yeah. Well, Does that mean truth. an angel's going to appear or something? Well, actually... The truth shall set us free. It'll first make us outraged, right? We've seen that quote before. First it will tick you off, but yeah, once we understand what it's all about. So today's the 7th of September in the year 2018 that we're actually recording this. My dad's birthday, you know, he, uh, cleaned up pollution in the city of Philadelphia. And we strive to clean up what can become a polluted kind of situation within our biome, within our own internal environment. And about 10 years ago, we had something enter our lives. And literally, it was in my refrigerator going, it's me, it's me, it's me. And it was insulin. Our daughter, Erin, was diagnosed with type 1 diabetes this week, 10 years ago, so in the year 2008. And insulin came into our lives. And insulin, we, we, we gave great gratitude for because her pancreas, unlike ours, could no longer produce this hormone. And it's a big deal. And until you were ushered in this world of type 1 diabetes, you don't even realize the complexity and the chronic 24-7 and the lethalness of her mm. situation. Mm. So in comes this hormone in a, little, in a little vial. I should have brought one down, but it needs to be refrigerated. And also into our lives, into her life, not only was it a life-saving hormone replacement that she had to inject, but we also noticed that along with that hormone came puffiness and bloat for her. Steady weight gain came for her. Uh, and this is through the years. Also, what I ended up calling food demons, intrusive thoughts of food, to the point where they were spirit-sapping, spirit-draining, belittling. And they were, one of our shifters... Self-defeating. Self-defeating, and one of our shifters even equated it to what they had experienced in a chemical addiction, that their food addiction was worse, they thought, than what they had gotten through. So... Bloat, waking, cravings that were ridiculous. Then we also find, oh my gosh, guess what? Your daughter, now that she's in this situation where she's taking insulin, and again, you, we all have to have insulin in our body, but it's when you start having too much insulin in your body. Guess what? Now your child is also at a heightened risk for all cancers. Wait, what? Also at a heightened risk for Alzheimer's. And we lost Charlie's mom to Alzheimer's just recently. So genetic bullet plus 
more heightened ability to, you know, develop Alzheimer's, you're also at a heightened risk for heart disease. You lost your dad to heart disease. Also at a greater risk for depression. Who wouldn't be depressed, hmm. right? Hmm. But also insulin is intimately involved in all of these. Met they're all metabolic lousies. Then you could add things like every autoimmune condition out there is exacerbated when insulin is in excess. Things like polycystic ovarian syndrome, MS, fibromyalgia. Yeah. So here's the thing. Insulin is a mighty powerful life-sustaining hormone. We cannot stay alive without it. So we are grateful as parents, like every other type 1 parent out there, that we have another version of this hormone that our child can inject daily, multiple times, to keep her alive. That's a beautiful thing. Because insulin, for all of us, makes sure that the amount of energy in the form of glucose, which is sugar, is floating around in our bloodstream, is kept at a safe, non-toxic level. So that's why we stay alive because of insulin. However, when we live or eat in such a way that our body or our need to inject becomes greater. That's when the little lousies start to creep in. So, insulin is a blood sugar lowering hormone. That's a beautiful thing. But what we don't really learn is that it triggers pathways. Aside from allowing our cells to access that glucose, it also triggers some pathways that make sure the blood sugar gets lowered. But... <laughs> we will end up wearing our blood sugar around our waist. So this is how we can know if insulin is a part of our, how big insulin is a part of our lives, those of us with functioning pancreases. This is just for, let's just use this for the outside type 1 diabetes community. Mm -hmm. We just put our hands around our waist. The expand of our waistline tells us how prevalent or how big a deal insulin is our lives. The bigger our waistline, the more insulin our body is putting out. And we become resistant to it, so our body starts putting more and more out. So, and, That's and again, the visible. That's the visible version is, of insulin. This is because insulin is a very, very powerful fat creation, fat storage hormone. Yeah. Well, it's so, blood sugar re regulating, so it stores your sugar as fat around your waistline. Yeah, yeah so yeah. We, we were introduced to is, insulin as the blood sugar regulating hormone. We found out through life that it's actually the fat storage and fat lockdown hormone. So if we're going to the gym and working hard for the money, you know, working hard, and we've just eaten a kind of meal or a breakfast bar or a protein bar that, Energy actually, drink. that actually raises our insulin in our body, we can be on the treadmill like crazy and not lose any weight. And you all know what that, we all know what that feels like. We've all done I, that insanity. I bet right? that most people working yeah. out in the gym right now our Insulin's probably up, so it's like, not why bother, but kind of why bother, right? There's a better way. Yeah. yeah, but that's the visible. That's kind of the, what we can see and grab a hold of, the invisible impact of insulin. So not only will insulin actually take our blood sugar and create pathways that we can just wear it around our jetpack for fuel waistline, because that's what stored energy is. Body fat is stored energy. Mm -hmm. Energy is neither created nor destroyed. It's only changed. So a glucose sugar energy is converted to a fat, stored energy. Okay, But if insulin levels are up, we can never access that for fuel. We can never use the fuel that we're carrying to fuel our day. But the, again, the invisible impact of insulin in our lives is what we can see happening. You see, once our insulin allows our body cells to access blood sugar, and number two, 
converts any additional blood sugar to belly fat and body fat. Well, number three, insulin will also trigger a pathway that takes the glucose that's in our bloodstream and starts to break it down. And when it's broken down, it forms what are called AGEs. It's an acronym for Advanced Glycated End Products. And these are just sticky, I always think of Dean, these are just sticky molecules of sugar that adhere to proteins all over our body. Proteins are our nerves. This is why people with diabetes develop neuropathy. This is why those of us who are struggling with chronic pain like fibromyalgia are feeling this. This is corrupted nerves. Right? Mm. This is the culprit behind the development of Alzheimer's. This is the culprit behind our failing eyesight as we age. This is the culprit that actually creates the hardening of our arteries. This is atherosclerosis creating molecules. Okay? So this is why insulin, understanding it, knowing it, and actually managing it, we all have to manage insulin. Not just those with diabetes who are aware of it. We all need to know about it, and that's why we're doing these podcasts. This came into our life and was such a strong and powerful, oh my, we got to share this. If we're battling cancer, dodging Alzheimer's, dealing with heart disease, any kind of chronic pain situation, certainly weight gain, certainly cravings, certainly bloat, certainly things of every autoimmune-related situation, if you know, we understand insulin, we can actually soften or solve every yeah. single one of those. Well, and the other part I was going to add is, you know, putting the doom and gloom yes. aspects aside. Put the bad the stuff to the side. Energy. Oh, yes. Increased energy. Brain fog, gone. Much more focused and productive, which is yes. like, wow, how great is that? Yes, please, I'll have some of that, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. Well, the, the thing is, what he's talking about is that when we, when we realize that we're overburdening our system with just way too much glucose, when we realize that and start eating in a different proportional way, insulin levels just lower naturally. When insulin levels lower, the big win is that we actually start burning Fatty, fatty acids rather than glucose pre preferentially for fuel yeah. and when we're burning glucose we are actually creating damaging free radicals when we burn glucose when we're burning fat what he's talking about it's clean burning and it's long lasting and these beautiful the byproduct of these beautiful energy molecules called ketones there you heard the word keto ketones and that's where you get the outrageous energy and mood lift and boost and every cell in our body can use ketones for fuel except cancer cells mm -hmm. so when we talk about suppressing insulin we don't mean eradicating or eliminating we mean taking a situation where our insulin levels have been really high even if our blood sugar on a test presents as in normal range how much insulin was required to get it into that normal range? Just check your waistline, it'll tell you. Just check your skin and your hair and your nails and, and your memory, those of us in our 50s and 60s and 70s. That's a reflection of insulin. So we just wanna get those insulin levels down so our body can access the fat we're carrying to fuel our day. And that's just naturally what humans were designed to do. So that's what insulin suppression is all about. Well, that was good timing know, because we have a coming storm in. coming for those of you who can't see. Uh, you might hear water rippling in the background or wind the blowing. Blow. We are uh, in thunder now. It's actually Here starting we... to rain. 
So we are in the bay at Fort Myers Beach, and we are going to get the heck out of here before we get struck by lightning. <laughs> Those of you who want to learn more, go to our website, www.theshiftformula.com. Schedule time to talk, and we will talk to you in our next podcast. Until later, this is Charlie and Barb saying goodbye. See ya. <laughs>